Hi, and welcome to Where the Dude's At, episode five. I'm going to start introing these episodes. So this one's special because this is Tommy's solo episode. Uh, we're going to kind of go round robin and get a solo episode for everybody, but Tommy was first on this list because we kind of bullied him uh, on the last one. Uh, but, you know, that's okay. He's got tough skin, and uh, you're going to see just how dark we can get. So I, I don't think any of our light negging is going to quite get to him. Uh, it gets pretty dark, so, you know, strap in, uh, strap on, and... Um, Hope you enjoy. It's just me and Tommy today, or Tyler too, as you might know him. I don't know if that got confusing for anybody. Um, I'm Tommy today. He's Tommy today. He's just accepted it. We, he, he's going to have a different name every day of the week. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Every time we record this, he's going to be a different person. He's, I, he's I feel filler. like we need a special name for today's podcast then. For today? What do you want to be? I think you can have the honor of naming me. Uh... uh um uh, uh i don't know <laughs> we're definitely not going to use our uh sea of thieves names um because in that he's just black thomas <laughs> i don't because it's so I don't, I don't consent to that my given name for him is black thomas because it's so far the opposite of who he is you can just like call me justin or something Keep justin the meme going you can be jerry <laughs> jerry i could see a jerry that would work Let's just call me Jerry then. Jerry. It won't stick forever. Yeah. But. Okay. Well, we're recording this episode kind of like, I don't know, a little loose cannon. We just like had dinner and like drinks and then we're just recording this just yeah. in my room. This is the first time he's ever been in my room. It is the earliest recording of a podcast, like due to time in the day. Yeah. Yeah. Usually we're always doing it super late at night after we all... <laughs> maybe pretty drunk i don't know uh, yes depending on the the episode but yeah yeah it is only 4 p.m currently currently we're doing it in the old podcast dive which is my bedroom mm-hmm. upstairs um mm-hmm. in the green room essentially he was showing me how comfy his bed was yeah i showed him all the crawl spaces in my old ass like new england house too mm-hmm. i it, did not smell any dead bodies so no, <laughs> we're no. in the clear i did tell him that if he wants to go in the basement i was like yeah just go in the basement uh don't don't worry if uh you hear the door lock it's fine it's fine um because we have jeffrey Dahmer crawl spaces essentially all over the house mm-hmm. and um that's fine it's 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 cool it's a cool old house it's not scary at all i do hear a lot of noises in the ceiling that i think are like People. It's not scary because of the house. It's scary because of who lives in it. Yeah. Yeah, my mom. <laughs> my little mom. That's not what I was th- thinking of. I know. I know. I know I suck. <laughs> that must be so terrifying. Could you imagine being all the girls in middle school when I was when I showed up on the first day? And I'm just like, <laughs> I'm like 5'10". I have hair down like the middle of my back. I have boobs bigger than them. Yeah, they're only scared because you're prettier. Broad sh- Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I fucking I looked like the transgender door of the explorer from like South Park. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was so funny. I think like this girl like remember Raven? Yeah. Um shout out Raven Vasquez, the first person I met. Her and just kid Joe Levesque. Um <laughs> I go there and she's like, "Oh, hi. You must be, be- you want to be me in this situation? No, you you be Raven, I'll be me." I'm like, wait, I wanted to be you. You wanted to be me? Okay, okay, we'll do it like that. We'll do uh-huh. it like that. I'm like, oh, hi, you're you're new? Yeah, I came from Florida. <laughs> oh, that's, I, I go there on vacation sometimes. We, uh, yeah, 
let me show you your classroom. <laughs> it was basically like that that type of situation where I was just like such a weirdo. You want me to punch you? <laughs> I've got a mean punch. I went back to when I used to try to like throw punches at people in middle school. The one inch thing. Yeah. Or like the flash thing that like I punched Nick in the face twice. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Oh, I feel bad. Mm -hmm. And when I was, when I was in high school, I used to like watch like all these Kung Fu, like Bruce Lee movies and stuff. And he used to do like this backhand to like make people blink. And so I was like, watch this year. I can do this. I was like, don't move and I won't hit you. And so we had this friend, Nick, and I told him, I was like, don't move. I won't hit you. And so he gets set up and I go, bam, like really quick backhand right to the nose. Like, boom. He's like, he's like, oh, my God. Ah." Like in his like nasally, like middle school voice, (laughs) (laughs) like back when we were all squeakers, essentially. And then years later, speaking of squeakers, I have some old audio of myself from that time oh i do too yeah yeah i'm not gonna play it on <laughs> <laughs> i'd be happy to i don't know how we'll good the quality find, would we'll be we'll have to find it yeah um i've got it on my phone right now really camera roll we'll to save that for late save that for a second <laughs> so then years later we're in like german class or something like that where all our friends are there and he's talking about the time i punched him in the face i was like look i was like oh i know i know i hit you in the face but i was like i was like if you didn't move i wouldn't have hit you and I was like, watch, we'll do it again. And sure enough, yeah. I don't know what gave me the comments. I hadn't done this in years. I just thought I could go right into it and like not hit him. Like I hadn't done it since I hit him that last time. And then like now we're like 16, 17 years old and we're in high school now. And I go to do it. And I was like, boom, this time like right flat on the nose. And I was like, oh no. And he's, he's like, you did it again, again. And so I have to just run. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm like, shh. It was on purpose. No, no, I would never, never. You you never wanted to punch Nick. (laughs) Nick, no. Okay. No, he's got such a calm, peaceful energy about him. I would never. I'm just giving Nick a little big stare right now. (laughs) (laughs) We we both know that Nick is not calm, but no, we love Nick though. I love mm-hmm. Nick. He's got his own. He's definitely his own person. Mm-hmm. I love him. He's he's funny. He's so funny. He's got his own gravitational pull. Yeah, he he's just one of those personalities that is like it not not invasive, but like I'm trying to think of the words. Like it's contagious. Like he's he just makes you laugh. Um, he's got a big personality for sure. I miss him. Yeah, I miss him too. I mean, a lot of our friends are like that though. Like Josh, Nick. They're definitely two of the big ones. Yeah, that have a crazy. Josh's energy is a little different. Yeah, a little bit more cocaine induced. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the way to put it. <laughs> Acid cocaine. I was trying drink. to find the word. Yeah, imagine I, growing up with him. I always tell people that. I always tell, imagine growing up with him, and just be like, "Hey, Josh, how are yeah, you doing?" Trying to imagine squeaker Josh. Yeah, is really funny. But he's always like, he just he says things that just don't make sense in like the middle of sentences. He's like, so like I was, he's like, yeah, I know, I know. It's just like I was doing the school work and the nonks, flonks, and the bonks, stonks. I'm like, what? <laughs> he's like, he's like the the penny, the penny chore, the penny. I'm like, what are you saying? Like he's just insane. He's like, mm-hmm. we were doing like papers or something like this, and he he tells me, and he was like, yeah, it's like I don't know. It's just like. Oh, I had to write all this stuff, and so I was just like, I took some cocaine, and I was like, I just wanted to see if I could get it done really fast. I'm like, 
what? Wow. He's like, he's like, he's like, for 20 minutes, I was riding the lightning. But <laughs> I was like, what? Oh, uh, he's such a crackhead. Literally, I mean, I guess riding actually, the lightning sounds kind of fun, though. Yeah. Should uh, I try cocaine? You, yeah, I think you should. I think everybody should try it. Just, you know what, kids? Um, I endorse drugs. Go out, try whatever you want at least once. Uh, tell your parents. Um, it's totally fine. It's safe to do. Fentanyl probably won't kill you the first time. No. Statistically. No. But if it does. You could survive. That's just survival. You were meant to go at that point. If fentanyl gets you the first try. Try something new. Shoot yourself. Hang yourself. Yes. <laughs> Whatever you need. Yes. Yes. That is our endorsement. And that's also why we're probably not going to get sponsors for this podcast. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Satire. Yeah. Yeah. It's all clearly jokes, right? I don't know. Maybe the monotone voices. Isn't I, I, I'm a little concerned that uh, some someone will get back to this ten years when I'm running for mayor. Oh yeah, or I don't know, a casting agent's gonna look back at this and be like, "We really liked Khalil, but how he was telling children to go kill themselves." Yeah, <laughs> this is probably not. Don't kill yourself until you're 18 years old, please. Yeah, wait till it's legal. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Or move to Washington. We don't encourage the suicide of any minors. No. Give it a little time to make sure. <laughs> yeah. Make sure your mind's made up. Yeah. Oh my God. That's so bad. Could you imagine being like one of those school PSAs? Because they have them all over high school, right? Like We'd be great at it. You always see those PSAs in high school where they're like, oh, the suicide prevention and all that stuff. But mm-hmm. could you, like, or the nurse's office, like where they have a little pull the number, call it, and whatever, if you ever feel sad. Yeah. Um, when you get a boo boo. Um, <laughs> and so, like, could you imagine just being like, you go to high school one day and it's like, thinking about killing yourself? Wait. Call this number and we'll get you therapy until you're 18, the recommended age for suicide. <laughs> I was like, what? Or but, maybe it's 21 after you're able to drink. That sounds more about right. At 18, you're still kind of in that school. Once phase. you can legally consume alcohol, that kind of yeah. staves off the suicide. That's like the anti-establishment type of uh, yeah. mindset. He was like... Once you're out of the schooling system, who's to say you can't do what? So, if you're thinking about giving back to the earth and controlling the population, try being homosexual or killing yourself. The government should really punish you more for killing yourself. I I mean... <laughs> if alcohol is illegal to your 21, suicide should probably be illegal. And here's the thing. I think, and this is really sad, it, but it's also kind of true, suicide is kind of a selfish act when you really think about it. Because you're just taking your own path out and then everybody else has to deal with the consequences of it it depends on who you are though i agree that for you or me suicide would be selfish oh everybody would be i mean like our family i I could never do that yeah i'm sure someone would care oh it's it's yeah it's it's all jokes too obviously but in in the at the end of the day it's a sad thing it's always tragic no matter what but no kidding (laughs) no (laughs) yeah disclaimer if you've uh, if you shut up a school, you should. Whoa, what? <laughs> Wait, where are you going? I'm saying that suicide's not always awful. Oh. <laughs> wait, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. We're not talking about murder suicide, where you're just like taking it out, like you're choosing the quickest route so you don't get arrested. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> you went way Sometimes it's better you, to just kill yourself you, instead of, no, you know, wait. being a pedophile. No. Oh, well, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Or, yeah, yeah. Look, don't touch kids. Uh, being homosexual. 
<laughs> sorry, sorry. It depends how religious you are, I uh, guess. Uh, no, either way. This is a very dark. <laughs> what a way to start. So much darker. When we, when we did this podcast with Joe's Ty, it was talking about like armored bears versus gorillas. We'll get there. <laughs> This is uh, hi. Welcome to the Depression Podcast, mm-hmm. where we just talk about all the B- between a uh, armored bear or a sledgehammer gorilla. What do you? Which one do you think? I think would I, be better to commit suicide. Like has more of a rational argument about why that bear should kill itself. I think only intelligent creatures even think about like life in that mm-hmm. way. So I think only the gorilla would really po- contemplate. Yeah. I, I understand. It might not get the grasp with the sledgehammer and yeah. then like sledgehammer its whole family. I'd <laughs> and then it'd be so depressed. I'm talking like an Amityville horror, like where the dad like takes a shotgun to his kids' bedrooms. It's just because <laughs> Satan told him to. Imagine that, but instead of a dad, it's a sledgehammer gorilla. Are, are we amending it to a possessed sledgehammer gorilla versus <laughs> yeah. the gorilla like orphanage, like where they're just raising all the baby gorillas? That's so sad to think about because baby gorillas mm-hmm. are the same size as human gor- or human gorillas. Baby humans. Mm-hmm. If I got reincarnated with all my current intelligence but in the body of a gorilla, yeah, I might just, you know, end it. Why? You'd be you'd basically be Gorilla Grodd. I'm not that smart, but thank you. Yeah. And at least Gorilla Grodd had like a ape city to... Like a bunch of other people like him, me, I just like. You'd be a talking gorilla. Yeah, I don't know about that. So you'd be t- like four times as jacked, and also. I'd be a freak. What? Be a freak. Yeah, but that's kind of cool. Uh, I was picturing it more of like, like you're in the jungle and like, you have all your intelligence, but you can't speak. You know. Mm. And you just kind of have to live with the other gorillas, other gorillas and pretend you're just a normal gorilla. Yeah, but then you just find some lady like Jane Goodall to take care of you, and then you'll be fine, right? You'd be so dirty. Gorillas don't take showers, Khalil. <laughs> no, no, I know. There's a lot of people that don't take showers either, though. They eat bugs. Humans do that. I don't. I mean, you don't have to. A gorilla would. I don't think they just eat bugs. I think they do that more for fun. I think they just enjoy it. I couldn't be a gorilla. No. <laughs> no. You no. can't convince me of this. No, I'm not, I'm not telling you you should be a gorilla. Mm-hmm. I'm the We're all apes in our own way. That's all I need. Yeah, part of the great mm-hmm. apes family. Would you want to be a deer? Like a woodland animal? Like what woodland creature would you want to be? It'd be fun if I could like shapeshift back and forth. A skinwalker? skinwalker essentially (laughs) i like that video of the deer who's got his his neck broken and everybody like all the dudes were joking he's like a skinwalker you know get the shotgun boys really nice shoes though yeah (laughs) (laughs) did i get the topic right (laughs) yeah yeah, exactly did you see that though like what's like the dudes hunting cryptids now like that's like the whole like topic on the oh that's fun yeah, like dude just walking around at night. Yeah. I it was Josh um Josh would talk about like the uh, I'm trying to find Mothman. Mothman. <laughs> yeah, that'd be so funny. Yo, Bigfoot's out there. Bigfoot's out there. Mm-hmm. Um Okay. Yeah. Serious topic transition. Go. 
Do you think aliens are on the on Earth? On Earth? Like seriously, do you think they visited this planet? Um I don't know, it's hard to say because I think I think aliens have visited, but I don't think they stayed. I get very frustrated with anyone I meet who are like 100% convinced that aliens came and built the pyramids and stuff like that. It I I think they've seen the sites, but I don't think they're just like here perpetually. I I highly doubt that intelligent life has visited this planet. Really? I am percent sure. Or like looked around, taken a peek, browse the goods, put some probes up butts, suck brains out booty holes. Do you understand how much work they'd have to go through to reach Earth? Any other inhabitable planet is so far away that it would take, you know, thousands of our years to travel here. That's assuming that they are using, working off the same technology as us. Light speed is a fixed maximum amount of speed that someone yeah, can travel. But gravity and wormholes work different, though. I. That's how. That's how NASA is planning to travel through space mm-hmm. faster than the speed of light. What do you think an alien would get out of seeing the sights of our planet? Probably just monitoring life. Just like it's science programs. Everybody does everything. Like there's there's always like there was Nazi science programs about like whatever, you know, every little thing they could think of just just to go through it. They like they actually thought about like zombie programs and stuff like that, super soldier programs. But it was all just kind of nonsense, right? But they they still like looked into it. So I mean it's not too hard to imagine that aliens or if they're aware of life forms, we probably would just check it out. Keep eyes on it. It'd be I don't think they're forming our society or anything like that. Yeah, I can't fathom it myself. The lizard personally. people thing too, like oh, well, that's funny. The but... su- yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. When yeah. you look at Mark Zuckerberg and his eyes are like wide open and they're like bugging around. And Dude's stuff not like human. That. No, no, he's probably a cyborg. He's probably got a computer chip in his brain. Yeah, I I take a lot of pleasure in watching all his current business decisions. I don't like the way you popped that P when you said pleasure. I like you. Know, yeah, I like I'm play. talking for the listeners. I like to. I get a lot of pleasure. Whenever you hear an announcement about Meta, though, guys, we got legs working in our VR. We're gonna revolutionize uh, social media. Yeah. Just so anybody knows, the metaverse is basically when you get an Oculus Rift and like put it on your head and you like play video games and go on the w- w- internet. It's it's VR chat. Yeah, it's VR chat. If you don't know what the metaverse is, Google VR chat and watch people basically pole dance as a um, big titty Kermit the Frog. So that's what you have to look forward to in the future. Sounds better than whatever Mark Zuckerberg is working on. There's going to be girlfriends like he really thinks he can make Ready Player One like a reality. There's going to be like por- these like girlfriends like their boyfriends like come on babe. Please, it's uh, we got we got to go to the metaverse. You don't, you don't understand. It's Fortnite's chapter 4. All right? She's like she's like oh, but I'm tired. I'm tired and there we always have to run from the storm. <laughs> he's like it's just you have to. It's just what you got to do when you're in there. It's 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 fine. It's fine. You got to get the new Witcher skin. I'm of the opinion 
that VR is a fad in its entirety. No. It will never replace like current couch gaming. Couch gaming. Yeah, that's fair. I here's the thing. I Anyone who thinks it's the future is kidding themselves. Well, there's such a huge market around couch gaming. Like you have Yeah. The esports leagues and stuff. There's no VR esports right now. I don't think it, VR is not casual enough in a way. It's not as accessible. Yeah. Um. You can't share the experience as easily. No. Yeah. It's just get another controller or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um. It's it's tough to say because VR is something that's like always been fantasized about. Like since Back to the Future, like the eighties yeah. and stuff like that, it's always been like a cool thing. You put on this headset, and you're in a different world. But it is basically here, and like with the Meta Quest too, like the one I have over there that you played with, is mm-hmm. anybody can like get into it. I just don't think it's as optimized where it's to the point where the world it's gonna like take over the world or anything like that. If uh, if it did sell more and like more developers put more time into making big games like a skyrim but just for vr they have been stuff i know that it's in vr but yeah. like an exclusive i mean i mean maybe if they did that whole exclusive exclusivity route mm-hmm. i don't think that's that's not a good business tactic for most things they like to spread it out spread the love every system needs its is exclusives to it, it get an some, audience. It has a bunch on there because not yeah. all VR games are going to... You can't put VR games on consoles, but you can put some console games into VR. But I don't know. It doesn't have a killer app. Yeah, the Quest Store. Yeah. It's not the greatest. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's it's not just about that. It's fun. You know who loves... Who back, doesn't love back, some VR... Po- no, I'm kidding. Back in high school, I had an English teacher who talked about how he did VR racing mm-hmm. and he had a whole like car frame and a wheel and a, his pedals and he'd get home and he'd put on the VR headset and do a racing sim. Yeah. This dude has two kids. Like <laughs> I was imagining <laughs> daddy make us dinner, please. Dad, please. We haven't eaten in two days. He's like, I haven't eaten in two days. I'm on my third race. I'm in the Grand Prix right now. He's like, I can't. I can't give out now. They're like, the sponsors. They're counting on me. The sponsors. He's like, I have Burger King and Fortnite on my car. Go ask your mother. And his. Meanwhile, the mom's like with her new boyfriend, and the boyfriend's like, How long has he been in there? Yeah, they're they're fucking right <laughs> in the same room. They're in the living room, and she's just like, He's been in there. For, for for six months, the kids haven't seen his face. You pull up, you pull it up, and his eyes are just like lasered out. He's just like he's still just smiling though. The only time he gets mad is when his family tries, like real life, tries to bring him back in. Yeah, that that was a big pet peeve of mine. He he was one of those guys who were like, VR is gonna take over all gaming. Really? Yeah. He's that big into it. Yeah. Mm. And I that's just misinformed. That's just that's a tough deal. Mm-hmm. That's I, I can't imagine that. Yeah, and it's such like a weird sales pitch of like the the Oculus Quest. Like you go to any like normal person, especially like the Midwest. Can you imagine those Christians? <laughs> like the the VR guy like comes up to a Christian and they just have to be like, "What? Like what are you talking about?" And he's like, "Hi." Um, it's like a door to souls, but like the Jehovah's Witnesses we saw mm-hmm. passing by. She's like, hi, I'd like to introduce you to the Oculus, or uh, formerly known as the Oculus, currently the MetaQuest 
VR headset. And they're like, excuse me? Regular gaming is still a niche. Yeah. Like, sure, so many people have their PS5s and or whatever console they plan to use, but not a majority of the population are not gamers. No. So then you find that percentage of gamers that want to get motion sick. <laughs> mm, yeah. Yeah. I've been, yeah. Yeah. I've been there. You can't sell it to like a 60 year old person who doesn't know how to use a normal video game, let alone their iPhone, you yeah. know, and then try to pop them in there. It just doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. But it's like Facebook. They'll try to sell you anything. They don't care. Yeah. They'll convince you that you need it. But it's like, <laughs> I can't wait to find the console for the elderly. Yeah. Ugh, that'll happen one of these days. They're going to make a porn-only VR headset one day. That's going to sell. They If they just start advertising it for porn, people are going to buy way more of them. Yeah, the porn sells. Most people don't even probably don't even think about that. But you can, mm-hmm. for anybody that doesn't know, you can watch it, and it turns into 3D. And um, it's pretty terrifying, to be honest. That is going to be so bad for the development of teenage boys. <laughs> Porn already destroyed so many teenage boys' like livelihoods. Uh, growing That's the only up. thing that makes me happy. It's turned, yeah. It's like created a simp generation and like uh, mm-hmm. incel generation. It's it's been so awful. So if you you turn it into VR porn, like they're gonna have door to door porn salesmen. And there's gonna be like eighty year old men just sitting there like. <gasps> Do you really think VR porn is that much better though? I don't know. You want to try it? <laughs> you want to put the headset on? You, you haven't figure it out. No, I mean it's uh, no, uh, I haven't because I didn't want to. What a <laughs> what a drawn out response! <laughs> I didn't want it to like. I uh, thought about um, it, but I felt like I felt like somebody, a girlfriend's listening. I felt like Facebook would be like watching. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, Toji's listening. I I feel like Facebook would be watching me, and it would just like share to my Facebook page. <laughs> <laughs> like on my timeline, <laughs> Cleo, Cleo watched Big Booty Bristle and gets bent over backwards. And it's just like all B's for the alliteration because that's like always with the porn titles. They're like emo couple wants to fuck more than they want to die. <laughs> that's a good one. Mm, the taste of grandma's fur burger. <laughs> you ever considered switching what kind of actor you are? <laughs> oh. Uh, no, never, never. <laughs> no, thank you. It's gotten pretty close. Did I, I told you about the time they pulled that guy out of the, the chest, right? The cabinet. What? Uh, I was doing the student film for Emerson. And so they, they didn't tell me like it. student films are ragtag. They just figure things out as they go. It's, this isn't the one where you're like, they ask you how little clothing you're comfortable yeah, with. Yeah, it is yeah. That one. It is that one. I don't think I talked about it on the podcast. Here, I'll just tell everybody. Uh, what are you talking about? I have no idea. <laughs> so we're doing this student film for Emerson. I'm not going to give anybody's names, but it was pretty fun. Um, Let's they, do fake names. We, yeah, we walked around. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, with Vladimir and... Um, <laughs> Vladimir and keep it Russian. Alexei. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they were Ukrainian and Russian, so two of the guys were. But um, so we were going around. It was fun. We're going around Boston. We're seeing the sights. We're hitting all these nice spots. We're going down these famous roads. And then it gets to the night shoot. And so I had known on the script that it was going to be something where they pull a guy out of a chest. Um, he was like this gay guy. They had sex with like the main bad guy. Um, sure we knew that so I thought it was going to be just like he's like beat up in his clothes or whatever like that 
And so the, it starts with, I'm supposed to pretend like I'm on drugs, like the guy drugged me, but it's like Molly tripping. So I'm like moving, I'm shaking, all that stuff. And that's already weird as it is. Like it's fake. It's hard to mm-hmm. get into that. And so I look over and they have this big wooden chest. And so I see the guy go in. He opens it. He pulls out this this long black rope. And I'm like, what's he doing with that? And he starts to unfold it. And then all of a sudden, this guy starts to like crawl out of the chest like backwards. And he's wearing a ball gag and like a, like a leather waist thing that's supposed to be like a chastity thing. Except it's just not covering his junk. They put tape and like tissue paper and it just fell off. So this is like full dong is hanging out. Okay. Be honest. How aroused were you? Not, I was terrified. I looked over at like the production people, and they were like, "This is totally fine." I was like, "I was like, what did you feel like you were on Molly?" Yeah, I was like, "I was like, what's going on?" They're like, keep "It's going. not acting anymore." I know, I know. And they were just like, "Keep going." I'm like, "Okay." And so I was like, I kept like shaking, and then they brought the camera back. I was like, like shaking. Um, I looked like I had, I looked like I had, like I was having a seizure or like a pretty severe Tourette's because like kicking things, like headbutting and like, I don't know. I, it was based on this video that I watched. And so they bring in the naked dude on a gimp thing and then they're like, okay, cut. And then he just like sits there naked with his balls out and he's talking to me. I was like, I was like, how did you, where did, what did you do that meant this? He's like, he's like, I'm just a student here. They told me they had a, like a role, and I was just like, sure, I'll try it. Just totally like Blair, like dude lost right the bet. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. He was totally okay with dong out, <laughs> and so it they 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 come over to me and like this. First of all, wasn't in the script. This like all of this craziness. And they're like, so how comfortable are you willing to like take your shirt off and your pants off? I was like, what? And they were like, yeah, yeah, for the scene, we want to get you like now. He like undressed you, and so. I was like, what? And so he started actually undressing me. So now I'm like wearing a tank top. Like in the mm-hmm. scene, he's recording me. He's like starting to undress me. But I was like, I'm leaving my underwear on. And in fact, don't even show down there. And also, I'm leaving my tank top on. And they're like, oh, oh okay, okay, that's fine, that's fine, that's fine. And then they were like, okay, so are you comfortable? Then Touching they're, tips? They're, they're also pouring blood on me now. Because it was uh-huh. like, we killed the guy. And like, we sawed his head off. I was like, this is really dark. So I had to pretend it's all like, the, the, the gimp's head off. And because we were both drugged out. And then the next part, there's like, okay, so now they give me a fake head of the gimp guy. I'm like, what is going on? I'm covered in like blood, which is like sugar water or whatever with red food dye. And then um, I'm just holding like this fake mannequin head with, that looks like the gimp. And they're like, okay, now um, could you please start to um, uh, fillet the head? I'm like, what? And they're like, can you start to have sex with the head? I'm like, um... I'd rather not. And they're like, no, uh, we, we kind of need it for the last shot. And then, then you're good to go. I'm like, I really don't want to. And they're like, <sighs> you should have. Um, Imagine having a recording of you fucking a, a decapitated head. Oh, no, I head. did it. Uh, I did it. <laughs> uh, very unfortunately so. But I don't think that f- footage is getting aired anywhere because it was for Emerson. They're like, we're mm-hmm. kind of doing it on our own terms. I was like, oh, okay, good. So this is never going to get shown anywhere because the school's not going to accept this. Have you watched Better Call Saul? No. People have told me. About the like opening scene of that show. It's not the first first scene, but first episode. It's <laughs> a way to start. Um, yeah, Saul is a public defender. Yeah, so he's defending like three college guys who recorded themselves. I've seen. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. That was on YouTube clips everywhere. All those good old YouTube shorts. And that's what I think of when someone fucks ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was my lowest point, and probably the closest to porn I'm ever gonna get. 
Yeah. 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 No, thank you. Why would you? You want us to get into the adult film industry? I want you to. No, why? You want to watch? <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. What was that? I think our, the phone signal's breaking up. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're like, no, nah, dude, I want to watch you fuck. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. I'm there for the plot. I'm going to start the OnlyFans. There you go. My foot fans. The plot? Yeah. You're such a good actor. I'm a trained actor, so that's that's why they hire me. <laughs> they just want them. They're just going to start moving towards like high quality like film. You'd be, you'd be a great plumber. <sighs> why do I look like a plumber to you? I feel like you could be there and be like, hey, I'm here to fix the pipes. Hey, I heard you had an issue with plumbing, and I came here to lay some pipe. (laughs) (laughs) We gotta get your audition recorded. As Thomas, it's like a French like woman on my bed. It's just like feet up, like leaning over. I'm just being comfortable. Yeah, we can talk about how enormously exhausted I am. Yeah, if you'd like, I've been up. You know, for an abnormal amount of time, I've started uh, an overnight job, and I have not figured out when to sleep. So, sleep is for the week. Yeah, Thomas got a big boy job working at FedEx, loading trucks. So, we can basically have the same job now. But, you know, for the rival companies. Yeah, we're working for mortal enemies. You're Coke and I'm Pepsi. I would, that's actually fair. I would say, uh, yeah. Actually, what's funny enough, though, is I actually like Pepsi more. Interesting. Yeah. And just like in a dad, like, and just to add like some dadism to that. And like, and funny enough, I actually prefer Pepsi. I'm not a big soda drinker. No, neither really. Am I. Great mixer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but. <laughs> yeah. Just to, just to feel good. Just to mm-hmm. be able to scarf down the good stuff. Yeah. We only ever have ginger ale at my house. That's a good mixer, too, though. Yeah, does the job. Ginger ale and uh, rum is like go to. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. We do want to get into sad drunkness. <laughs> uh, right now, we're gonna get into a Mad Libs. Uh, did you pull one up? I've got one right here. I'm gonna be asking you some questions. How long have you had had it? Um, I just was like googling what I could get for free before we recorded, and we're gonna have some fun. I'm gonna ask you one. Okay. This one says it is a. Romeo and Juliet prologue, but oh we'll see what that means after I like you give me a couple words, okay? All my acting has led to this. It's also there's a lot of pressure for me because I've talked so much shit about you guys. Yeah, with so, your so you're gonna have to do a, a lot better than the rest of them. Mad living skills. Yeah. Okay. We're gonna start off with a plural noun. Plural noun. Yeah. Um, lot lizards. Lot lizards? Lot lizards. Is that a species of lizard? No, they're the prostitutes that hang out at like semi truck drivers like night like sleeping rest areas, rest stops. So that's not what I was expecting. Yeah. Um I need a place. Um uh your mom's backyard. <laughs> okay. I'm typing them in as he gives it to me, so that'll say it all for me later. Yeah. Um, just a noun now. Mm. Uh, dirty truck driver. 
Okay, that that'll do the job. <laughs> We're running with a theme. I like it. Give me a, a plural one. Plural noun. Yeah. Semi trucks. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> that has a lot of potential. I'm trying to. I'm trying to paint a picture. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Give me another noun. Um. Uh. Sleeping cabin. <laughs> oh, another location. <laughs> yeah. And now an adjective. Um, girthy. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> girthy cabin or something. Uh, maybe. Give me a verb. Um, uh, um, jelk. What? <laughs> J-E-L-Q-S. Jelks. T- or jelk. Q. What does that mean? <laughs> it's the act of stretching your piece. <laughs> <laughs> Felt like we all needed to know that. Give me a number. Um, Can't be too creative here. 72. 69 was too easy. <laughs> okay. 69 plus 3. Yeah. Give me an adjective. Um, Rotund. I like it. And a body part. You know what you have to say. <laughs> Throbbing dong. <laughs> uh, you threw in an adjective there, but I'll let it slide. Yeah, it's uh, okay. And we're gonna end it with a verb. Thrusting. Or thrust. It depends whatever okay. you need to add on there. Okay. I'm I hit this. Oh, we got a whole big thing here. You're welcome. <laughs> okay. You ready for story time, Khalil? Yeah. Okay. Two lot lizards, both alike in dignity, in fair your ma's backyard where we lay our scene. From ancient dirty truck driver break to new mutiny where civil blood makes civil hands unclean. From forth the fatal loins of these two foes, a path of star-crossed semi-trucks take their life. Whole misadventured piteous overthrows do with their sleeping cabin bury their parents' strife. <laughs> the fearful passage of their girthy love <laughs> and the continuance of their parents' rage. But which but their children's end, not but jelks, <laughs> is now the 72 hours traffic of our stage. No, that's a long time to do that. The, <laughs> the which, if you, with rotunda throbbing dong attend (laughs) (laughs) what here shall thrusting or toil shall strife to mend so that was most likely a direct passage from romeo and juliet i think that's exactly how the actual romeo and juliet story goes yeah i didn't really notice any words changing no from what i remember in high school that i think that sounds about right (laughs) I specifically remember the rotund, throbbing dong. <laughs> the old English was a nice touch to it. It kind of threw me off a little bit at first. Yeah. I wasn't sure what I was getting into there, but it really uh, really kind of put a flavor to it. Sometimes I break into old English, so it was normal for me. Yeah, they say loins. Loins is not a sexy word. Can you imagine trying to like dirty talk in like old English? Ah, <laughs> uh, here he... Here he Come hither so I might spit ye game and thy might froth from thy loins. You have to remember that Shakespeare didn't... His passages weren't 
what normal people talked like. Yeah, I know. It, it was very abridged. Still, if you're yeah. out, if that's what's hot though, don't try to sleep with Shakespeare. If that's in the moment, mm-hmm. you're just outside of someone's window. You're like, mm-hmm. ah. Everyone thinks they want to be with a poet until they start talking about loins. Yeah, Sir Thomas. <laughs> Sir. Yeah. Thine face is so fine for <sighs> me to ride. <laughs> You're gonna <ruin> yeah. <laughs> for me to saddle. Thine face is so fine for me to saddle. Yet yonder I wonder Khalil is in front of the bedroom door. I don't know if <laughs> I could escape it. if I wanted to. <laughs> Yet I wonder, shall I think of thee as I sit here in my poetry bed? <laughs> As I move, I think of your face, and I fear I shall slide off my chair. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) And then she sends it to Shakespeare, and he's like, God, that's fucking hot. (laughs) Just totally drops the accent. (laughs) He's like, fuck, that's real hot. (laughs) Wow. Okay. He's like, this bitch is nasty. <laughs> we got a, a theme going tonight all about lovers and suicide. <laughs> oh my God, that's right. <laughs> yeah. That was actually all just the setup. Let's uh-huh. just keep it going with death. Mm-hmm. Oh, have you ever seen have you ever seen like a dead body? No. No? Really? I don't think so. Ever? Like in a hospital even? I haven't really spent a lot of time in a hospital. You don't just go and be like, hey, uh, can I see where the dead body is? <laughs> uh, you got one that's still warm for me? Yeah. They're like, um, sir, this is actually a children's hospital. <laughs> I'm a, we're a pediatrician clinic. You're like, that's fine. That worked, that's fine. That, worked, that works too. I don't like the implication there. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to testify that uh, I would not, in fact, go to a uh, children's hospital and look for dead bodies. Oh, don't worry. You're fine. You're a doctor, right? <laughs> That's what they think. Yeah. The only time I ever saw, like, actually, there was a few times I saw a dead body. I saw one in Connecticut. They had to stop the train I was riding. Because there was one on the tracks. I was like, oh, that's cool. They're like, yeah, somebody got murdered on the tracks. It's okay. It's going to be like another 30 minutes before we can get moving. I was like, there's no way you got a good look at that, though. No, no, I didn't get a good look at it. Um, Mm -hmm. I just saw the ambulances, like the gurney and whatnot. But then when I was driving home uh, from Derry one day, or I was driving somewhere, I don't quite remember, Mm -hmm. I was. I took a stop because this guy was going 20 under the speed limit, and I fucking stabbed him. (laughs) Well, funny enough, right by the cracker barrel. Um, there was like a bunch of police vehicles and just like tape blocking everybody off. And so I'm like, what's going on over there? And then sure enough, I look and hanging over the guardrail, there is a guy's leg like over the guardrail and he is just like, like literally just over. I'm like, oh no, when he wanted to move the homeboy a little bit, set him up. And then I couldn't help but thinking like, as I'm going by, I was like, wow, that guy has really nice shoes. So wait. (laughs) Did he, like, get flung out of his window? Out of his windshield, over the guardrail. Yeah, windshield. And they just left him there. Uh, I was like... I'm sure the cops aren't keen to clean it up. Yeah, yeah, maybe not. Yeah. But it was also just in the middle of the road. There was no cover. There was no decency, like, shield. They were just like, 
cops were standing there like, wow, this guy's got great shoes. Must have been fresh. <laughs> yeah. It was really fresh, and it's sad to laugh about it, but I didn't see a face, so it kind of like kind of kept it clear. I just saw a foot hanging over, and this mm-hmm. he must have flew so hard that it knocked his shoes off because the shoes were like on the ground. Aww. I was like, oh, my God. It's so bad to laugh at, but it's like weird because I didn't see his face, so in my brain, I didn't just see a dead mm-hmm. person. That was like what my i was telling myself to make myself feel better but retroactively thinking about it i was like oh that was still a dead guy um i'm thankful that i have not seen yeah. a corpse and i'm sure it'll happen one day but yeah till then i think i i feel like i can handle seeing a dead person i can, and i can go i'm like oh that's that's yeah. a, that's a shame but if i saw somebody in the act of dying i'd be like mm-hmm. mm. not only have i not seen a corpse I've never been to a funeral. Really? Yeah. Fun fact. I've only been to a few, and they're pretty sad. It's the whole open casket thing is so weird to me, though. Because mm-hmm. it's just like, here, take a, take a look at Grandma one more time. And just a lifeless body. I was like... Yeah. It, I, I can understand it as a way to say goodbye. Yeah. Like, there's got to be closure in that. Yeah. But... It's also got to be weird to be the guy who's just like... Gets up, gets a cup of coffee. Like, God, I can't wait to head to work today. Shows up. He's like, hey, how you doing, uh, Sherry? And she's like, oh, hi, doctor, whatever. And then he's like, okay, I'm I'm, I'm down to go uh, work on the newest clients. And then he just opens up a drawer, just picks out a naked dead body and starts like like folding someone's grandma into like a, a normal shape so she can be put on display for her family. I've seen interviews of like morticians online. Yeah. And- Seems like an interesting job. Uh, they seem it's, like interesting people. It's incredible how much work goes into making a corpse look like a yeah, yeah. It, it is hard work. person. And it's a, I'll say it's a noble effort. But I'm just noticing a theme with those um, with those morticians. They all seem to be a little bit kooky shoes, a little bit. Well, are you surprised? No. <laughs> yeah. No. But it's you know it's still just an observation. Just a little crazy. That's mm-hmm. okay though. That's fine. I wouldn't want the job, but no, no, no. And you gotta wonder if somebody like that is like okay with it, or like if they have to go to therapy to like get over the fact that they just like they've just manhandled like twenty dead bodies a day. I feel like you'd have to have a very good outlook on death. I feel like you would have to because you're watching yeah. like families cry. I think you have to come at it from like a place of like I'm doing a service and these people like they love it because like they get yeah. to see their family in the best light they can for the last time. Mm-hmm. But it's just like I would need therapy after that. Do you have you ever done therapy? Um, sort of. Really? I tried out the the college provided therapy. Yeah. At one point, went to a few sessions of that and didn't enjoy it much. Uh, but why because they didn't fondle you like the normal doctor <laughs> you go in you, you, i don't like doctors anymore you they go to talk about your feelings you're like they come in and you're just bent over the stool and they're like what are you doing and you're like you're like oh I, i'm just i'm sorry just it's been a while since i've been in doctor it months. just felt like when i was there there's a lot of pressure to talk and it was a lot of like yeah. re- reiteration over what's making me upset and not a lot of like making anything better mm, just just bring back up if your you feelings. just talk about all your problems for an hour it just makes you feel like a a failure or... yeah there's no solutions being given they're like maybe if you yeah. try this and think about it in this way or yeah it's it's better to like 
open up to a friend about your concerns and everything yeah. in my opinion it, it kind of makes you wonder too it's like i mean i know they're qualified for this but most mm-hmm. of the kids i knew that went like to psychology class it's like i couldn't imagine that person being my therapist yeah like you have to talk to them they're all just immature 20 year olds in my brain and even if you go to college and get your doctorates i still gotta imagine like you're still a normal person at the end of the day and it just i i, I was looking at therapy and then I just like, I don't know, maybe, maybe everybody should try it. But at the same time, I was like, I feel pretty good right now. And I have, like, I have you guys, I have friends that I talk mm-hmm. to. And so I don't really I feel like I don't really struggle that much. I'd be like that guy searching for something to talk about, like yeah. creating problems in my head. I feel like that's what it does. It cr- creates more problems. Really? But you could also, you're the guy. I've tried one there, therapist. Like, I'm like, I'm sorry, doc. I don't know. It's just tough. I just have... I'm sure there's such are... a huge dong. It's just I I don't know how to go through my life. It's just and you're this just, was a serious topic. And how how just sad it makes you every time you look down and you're just like God, I'm so huge. And you talk to the therapist and they're like, Oh, um. okay, I give up. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I w- bomb cock Thomas. I'm sure that there are good therapists that provide solutions and not, don't just listen, mm-hmm. but. It's not a lot. For me, it wouldn't be a lot about getting stuff off my chest because I share everything anyway. So, And that's probably a good way to deal with it. Because you're not the type mm-hmm. of... I think therapy is meant for those people who just internalize everything. Yeah. And they don't share. So I feel like if you're an open person anyways, then mm-hmm. you're good, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you probably get more relief spending time with your friends and telling people you know and care about like your issues... Alcohol is my therapist. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mushrooms are mine. I love talking to those shroomy little dudes. Yeah, all the little people that appear. Yeah, I'm just like, there's birds floating around my head. I'm like, oh, look at the pretty birdie. I'm just like trying to chase him. I'm trying to like bite him out of the air. I'm like, I'm just like, dude, <laughs> dude, it's, it's all good for you. When you're hallucinating. Picture you alone in the room going. I get, I get like kicky feet too. I'm like. Like it, dude, straight like turn into like a child. It's so weird. It's so it's weird. Mm-hmm. I I I've talked about doing shrooms on like so many different podcasts, but at this point, everyone's gonna think like I just sit at my home and I just wait. Like, you do shrooms? shrooms? I yeah, I, I grow them in that closet over there. I just go over there and like I get into my gremlin stance, crawl in there. <laughs> I don't like get on all fours. I just crawl. I squat real low and I just like and I just like you better not be eating after midnight if you're a gremlin. <laughs> I'm just like walking along the walls inside that little crawl space over there. <laughs> That'd be terrifying. Yeah. I just take off all my clothes. My mom's like, Khalil? <laughs> is that you? Who's, who's in here? I was like standing on top of the fridge, like like looking down at my mom. She's like, oh my God. Give him, give him a hiss. I jump on her, like on her shoulders. I like hold her to the ground. Oh, dude. <laughs> I'm like, ah. Like, just the limit. <laughs> you already said that you'd be naked in this situation oh that's true <laughs> i forgot about that amended i'm not naked anymore <laughs> i'm not doing anything i'm just like screaming in her face and jumped then I... out the fridge put all my clothes back on <laughs> <laughs> i'm just like i yell at her face <laughs> something oh random <laughs> you'd be like they know where i am and then i like run off into the darkness anyway i am a sleep paralysis demon <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so that's our review of mushrooms. <laughs> and this is why you don't pay for therapy. No, yeah. That's my heater. 
Okay. Yeah, you might hear it in the background. That's okay. I thought it was my sleep paralysis demon. <laughs> That's my stomach after eating those two bird dogs in those tater tots. Yeah. We ate a bit of bird meat and dog meat. Yeah. Nothing strange for me. <laughs> yeah. Your average Cambodian meal. Khalil normally shoots them out of the sky with its, his axe. Yeah. The... <laughs> <laughs> Take my tomahawk and just... <laughs> And I was just like, that's my, that's how I get off. I like to make my white friends try ethnic food. Coming to the front door with a bird in your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. I hit it with the axe and then I pick it up. I like get on all fours and pick it up with my teeth and then crawl back in. Like the little cat that yeah. feels like he did the family yeah. a good job. Because I'm a skinwalker. That's what it is. That's what happens. I'm, I'm, I'm putting in my dog mode. So. <laughs> <laughs> woof, woof, woof. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did you see those videos of like all the cat girls and like the dog boys who like they get they get like somebody tries to talk to them and they're like and they're like no they're like at a gym or something like that and they're like they're like hey um i don't think you're using that equipment properly i don't think that's a safe way and they're like is it like supposed to be funny i think that's like their actual defense mechanism i don't i don't know if they're joking because as a joke that's pretty good as a joke as a if you were like some girl and some guy like came up to you he's like hey little lady and she goes (laughs) then it would be kind of funny (laughs) but like if you're just like (laughs) like as like somebody starts to talk to you like you get so mad is there a dog in here yeah they're like uh like, I can get it, like, sometimes I get mad where, like, I just, like, want to twist some. I just, like, want to hit somebody, but I don't, so I just boil it up. I go, ah! Like, I just, like, like I, I don't actually make that noise, but it's, like, mm-hmm. I, like, ah! I make some weird noises sometimes. Yeah, you want to show me? <laughs> you've heard, you've heard plenty. <laughs> we played Dead by Daylight together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't actually make that noise, but it's, like, when you just, like, you, intern- you like, put that, those angry thoughts and the, the will to, like, hit somebody into your chest, and you're just, like... <sighs> Like you just like you just want to let it out, but you don't. So you just like you just, you just boil it down. That emotion is very rare for me. Really, but it happens. That's good. Good on you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Emma heard that side of me come out once when really? I was like, I didn't mute myself when I was <laughs> mad at my sister. Oh and no! Yeah, families would probably do it the fastest. To yeah. Anybody. I think Emma's opinion of me changed that day. Really. I, it never happens unless somebody's like messing with people I know. Like yeah. if somebody's messing with somebody, getting in the way, or like ruining something for other people. It's pretty scary it. when you know someone who's normally pretty laid back. Just oh yeah, and you're a big guy too. Yeah, huge. Yeah. For the record, big, I am giant, six five. Juicy. I, I've got muscles the size of my head. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's actually six five. He is mm-hmm. a, a competitive deadlifter. He holds the New Hampshire title um, mm-hmm. for the best deadlift while not leaving the ground, um, and he actually has the fattest ass of any of the uh, the mm-hmm. Colson clan. Um, he weighs three hundred and fifty eight pounds. Uh, I checked when I balanced him on my big finger, and <laughs> um, he is also currently sitting on my lap. So. I'm feeling the weight right now. I, there's a lot of pressure. Um, I'm just trying not to get too excited. Because <laughs> I know he'd absolutely manhandle me. He'd fold <laughs> me like a cheap tent right now if he wanted to. <laughs> I'm speechless. <laughs> I was trying to think of something else to say. 
You should hear like I was playing like with those fifteen people. We were so we, I joined Tyler's Xbox party. He's playing with fucking fifteen people. It's so bad. I did that the night before. Really? Yeah. So I I know that when they go yellow comms. Yeah. Oh it, my god, they did that. He's like, they they. I thought it was like in a clan recruiting. They're like, it, I got to give you the ledger. Uh, we have the new recruits. I don't know. Let's so try to bad. meet up around seven time EST tomorrow, and we'll talk about all the recruits. I was like, am I? This is and I literally I was like, and that's how clan meetings go. Because I had to wait for him to go. Yeah. All right, everybody. Uh, green comms. And I was. It was so bad. I was being the maximum like being as disrespectful as I could without being an absolute dick. Yeah. And. They have like little up. rules too. They're like, uh, got... burglar, could you um change your uh the whole dress emblem? code? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, oh no, no, I'm not, I'm not joining the clan. And uh-huh. they're like, they're like, oh, um, well, there's no guarantee you'll be able to play with us again. I'm like, I'll just play with Tyler, and if you guys are playing with him, then I'll play with you. Yeah. And they're like, uh, okay. They got very mad at me when I didn't want to change my emblem. I'm like, man, I'm sticking to the kitty cat, and they're like, well, then you can't be in the clan. <laughs> and I'm like. <laughs> Okay, whatever, dude. It was whatever fun. Whatever, Brendan Pegme six oh three. It was not fun being in that party. I th- I actually had a lot of fun with it. I had fun f- for the twenty percent of that night where yeah. we were doing customs together. Yeah, but I also had work the next day. Oh well, that makes sense. So I was like, I want to hang out with my friends, yeah. and then Tyler goes and joins that party. And I have to deal with fifteen X, aren't like military people yeah. trying to pretend that Halo was a mil sim, but they're not even really military. One guy is in the navy. I think a few of them are like were they might be, yeah, X. But here's That's the thing: I heard when there's that many people, my like full blown schizophrenia comes out, yeah. and I just start like making like I go create like that whole situation where I just said you were like a six five giant three fifty mm-hmm. sitting in my lap, and I could tell because I weighed you on my finger. I just go into that mode the entire time, and everybody's like, "What is happening?" <laughs> like, the amount of times that they about? made everyone shut up so we, we could hear the same. Hey man, you got a mic? You got a mic? I just keep. Do you want to join our Discord? I just keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> and they and it, the thing is, is i just make them laugh so they're like <laughs> shut, shut, shut the fuck up and they're like yeah. you, that's a that, that's a warning <laughs> like you just gotta like blow past it you gotta just treat yeah. them like they're goofy you just give them the goofy energy that they are and the, there's nothing they're gonna do i was kind of mad at tyler for leaving like like right as the game that i had called as our last game has ended yeah like he knew I was getting offline like two minutes later. Oh, and he he just got out as fast and as he, he could. And it, we both got the invite <laughs> from them. And I'm like, I'm not joining that. And he's like, I have to. And then he left, and I didn't yeah. get to say goodbye to him. I night. I had a lot of fun playing. I'll say that, but I just I didn't play into their like games. I didn't go into the games. And Tyler knew I wouldn't do it, so we were just like he was just laughing. Yeah. Uh, and then Josh Stanley of all people joined at one That's point. That's great. And he was like, he's like, he's like, oh, I see. We're at a meeting right now, are we? He's <laughs> like, I came here to talk shit about Tyler, but I won't do it. And then Tyler's like, he's like, no, you can stay and talk shit about me. He's like, oh, I can't do the fuck you, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> he like left. I was like, oh my god, sorry, I scared you. <laughs> it would be funny. <laughs> yeah, no, I jumped, but it it would be funny to see Josh there. Yeah, yeah, just a pure agent of chaos and like yeah. people trying to organize something. I was being a reserved agent of chaos. Yeah. Whenever they'd say yellow comes, they'd say green comes. <laughs> I would just do whatever they wanted. Like I'd play. I just I kept letting them play games. Yeah. And I would play with them, and then I would just like fuck with them because they're like no teabagging, and I was like, I'm not in the clan. 
Yeah. <laughs> they try to get our armor sets matching and everything. It was Yeah. You have to use the Rakshasa basic core, no colors, blah, 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 blah. Blue, blue emblem. And some kid kept saying Rakasha. And then he said Rakasa. Yeah. And then he said Rashaka. And I'm like, you're just, I'm like, I literally told him, I was like, hey, buddy, read the letters. They don't, they haven't moved around, but you I, said it five different ways. Just go. I, I had hey, corrected Tyler and Griffin God. like earlier in that day. And then we joined that party and they were all getting the name wrong. <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> I was like, just read the words. I know Rakshasa from Critical Role in D and D. I don't know even know what it is. Um, I can tell you what it is in D and D. Yeah, well, sure. Yeah. Um, they're demons. Oh, so that's got to be why. With it... the head of a tiger. Okay. And uh, they're pretty much immortal. They come. They like have a respawn timer. Yeah. Um, they've got like backwards thumbs or something like it's that's cool out of the hand i like that like cat people yeah um or bats kind of yeah and they can uh, shapeshift skinwalker but like the tiger thing is the default skinwalker. and it was a whole running thing in critical role that like they pissed one off yeah and that he kept coming back to life in uh, disguising himself as one of their loved ones oh my god and it uh, like uh, uh, stabbing them and then they'd have to kill the guy again and eventually they like chased him to hell to find his respawn bubble and <laughs> kill him there that sounds so fun mm-hmm. one of these days you know what we're gonna just make uh, we're just gonna amend this podcast and we're just gonna do like we're gonna have a D night where we just do like a full like we're just we get a campaign going and we just do a podcast uh D campaign one of these days i'm gonna like run one i yeah. the pro i need to like it it will take a hundred percent of my time and focus. You, Ty, and to I myself. I know we can't have you the DM though because you're so funny. You, Ty, and I would be so willing to just like do the voices and get into it and play the roles. But knowing Emma and Justin, they'd be like, "So when I do this, oh god, mm-hmm. do I have to use the voice?" We're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. she's like, "You don't think I could be a DM?" I'd slash for the legs and we're like you have to have someone good be the dm though so that you do the tavern keeper has a funny voice and all that yeah that's true i'm the guy who's watched two thousand hours of critical role i know (laughs) yeah that's true but i feel like you that's true you know what actually yeah you'd be a good dm yeah because then you could let ty and i do the like the role playing you guys have your fun yeah yeah, but you have to make the campaign where Ty and I are the heroes and Emma and Justin are like squires. <laughs> that way they have an excuse to be just like uninterested. <laughs> the important part about any campaign is session zero. Yeah. Where the DM meets with all the players and t- asks them what they want to do and work on like y- your own. You, p- you put me and Emma together because we're both like jungle Asians. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, go squire. Get my fancy, get my fancy robe, and she's like, Khalil, fucking, I don't want to play this game. I'm like, go, Gooky shoes, you must go. I've talked extensively, extensively <laughs> with Tyler about how that is a goal of mine to run a game for all of you eventually. Yeah, and that'd be so fun. We could just start. Let's, let's just get five e, like just get a the basic five e book and just like do. I don't need the book. <laughs> okay, you can write your own. Yeah. I'll, I'll I'll use the setting of Critical Role. Improv. I know the, I we, know like those towns and cities very well in the yeah. layout of the world. Yeah, I could do that and make up shit that 
isn't there. Good. I, just... I, I've had plans for like, if we, mm-hmm. if this podcast gets good enough where people actually want to start listening to it more, like if we get a hundred viewers an episode, which would be huge, I'd be huge doing like a Patreon or something like that, where it's like a really easy entry level, $5, whatever you get all mm-hmm. the premium thing. And we do like videos of like us going to like improv classes, us doing D and D and it's just like bonus content. And then it, I think that would be super fun. Or not even putting it behind a paywall, just having it for ourselves to see like the time we did like a D&D thing or mm-hmm. the time we all went to an improv class and we all just like tried to learn how to be as goofy as possible. D&D Beyond is free to set up your own character there and use is that it? as like a stat sheet and everything. I can 3D print us stuff. I really want to get a resin printer to get us custom things, but we can order them online too. Yeah. I, I wouldn't start with like actual minis or anything though. What? I love minis. They're incredible, but for like the first campaign, yeah, what you want to do is like have like a big sheet paper with drawings, and then have something to symbolize who your characters are. Like make Lego people or something. You yeah, know? that would be so fun. <laughs> yeah, we just get a big. Oh my god, we could build the Lego world, and it changes. We gotta be like we spend like the first thirty minutes like building it. Everybody has to build something. We build like the cabin or little people. We get a, those giant flat Lego sheets and stuff like that. <clears throat> I was I was referring to just characters. No, and like okay, we are gonna build a world out of nothing. We you can do that when you run a, a game. Universe where we all reign as king, where we are the dominant species, where no one has control over us. You done? <laughs> yeah, I'm done. <laughs> uh, but yeah, let me see what time. We're at about an hour and four minutes. Is there anything else you want to say before we hop off? Let's go to your... You, Khalil makes a list of topics he'd like to cover. Every once in a while. If it's not rolling along... Um, oh god, the last one. I forgot what the last one. Yeah. If we're ever like stuck in a stalemate, I just get this. And just I have map on my thing because I just heard this in like a different podcast I was listening to. And they're trying so you know Plug how the pod. so here we go. I don't remember which one it was. It's it's I think it was um your mom's house with Tom Segura, which is probably my favorite podcast. Um and so anyways, I'm a big mommy. Um it so you know there's like this whole thing with like culture and society where they're trying to soften words by giving it a different meaning giving it a different name uh the biggest example most people probably know is the word retard it used to be mongoloid a mongoloid idiot and then that was really aggressive so people said not mongoloid idiot um you would I like go the to word mongoloid re- that you fun. would go somebody is mentally retarded they are retarded and then that became it had a really negative connotation so i went to somebody is on autistic then that's too much so now they're on the spectrum they're spectrumy and so it's just like it's going to change no matter what whatever that word is people are going to single in on that word and it's going to become the focus because it's negative connotation goes with that word because people are just going to start replacing it so then it's always going to be the bad word and they're always going to try to change it khalil you it's, absolute mongoloid yeah <laughs> how dare you that's so good um i would just laugh if somebody said that you're like you fucking mongoloid man bun yeah I'd be like never okay. heard that serious but maybe we're being insensitive well no that's it's not trying to be insensitive but i'm saying the word is going to change they're always going to find another word to be mad at Mm -hmm. um and unfortunately it's going to make medical 
stuff different because this is going to change definitions. You can't Your change socks the definitions don't match. Words. What I have, no, I know. What I think you have to do is it's not about the words themselves. I think it's people not educating other people enough to not to know when to use them when it's okay and if if it's okay. And I don't think that I don't think people get that, and I think that's where the problem lies. Anyways, so we have that idea. People change language a lot, and so one of the things people found is there is this thing called a map. Everybody knows it, M-A-P, map. But the acronym stands for My Aroused Penis. So, (laughs) no. The acronym for map is Minor Attracted Person. And if you can't guess what that means, it means somebody who is attracted to minors. It is the word for pedophile. Yeah, I because did not get that. Pedophile has a harsh meaning. It's got negative connotation, and they think it's just not right that these people have such a mean word. See, just reading, I looked over his note list real quick and saw it. The it just says map in all caps, minor attractive person, which could mean anything for someone without context. I was like, someone that you're minorly attracted to. Yeah, and, I'm, I'm and then the next sentence you, afterward. Thomas. <laughs> just for context a new word for pedophile without the stigma <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. i know i write notes in a weird way i'm sorry <laughs> i write it with like beats in my head it's comedic gold that's what it is <laughs> you should see my other notes um okay no god no but it's just like <clears throat> that like it's such a dopey thing I'm like, of course it's got a negative connotation. If you go to prison and you're like, I'm a map, they're like, I don't I don't know what that is. But if you go, I'm a pedophile, they'll kill you. Mm-hmm. And I think if you're a pedophile, you deserve to be hung upside down by the feet and then have a plastic bag tied around your head and then dropped in the ocean. I, I can't believe MAP is the best acronym these fucking pedophiles could come up with. <laughs> it's almost like their, their brain isn't working. <laughs> Yeah, and there's this whole weird thing that, like, being a pedophile is genetic, and a lot of people, I guess, there's, like, there's sympathy for it now, because the whole world is sympathetic towards everything, and some people who are pedophiles acknowledge it, but they they talk about it, they go to therapy, they go, okay, here's a problem that I have, there's, these are my thoughts and feelings, how do I fix that, what's wrong, they go, they, they seek help, but trying to soften the definition of being a pedophile is mm-hmm. insane, so it's just to create confusion so people don't know what it is. That is ridiculous. I think, okay, there's a difference between being, I think, a pedophile and a child molester. Child molesters are somebody who go out and touch kids. Pedophiles yeah. are people who like looking at kids. Now, if that is... Even if you've, like, masturbated to the a picture of a child, that's, that's too far, though. That's way too far. Yeah. Um, pedophiles, I guess, there's some people who just can't deny that they are attracted to children, and that's where their problem is, mm-hmm. uh, but they don't act on it, so... If you're struggling with that, God bless you. I'm so sorry. Good luck. Refer back to our first topic of the podcast. Go back to our first topic and learn what to do there. Um, If yes, then check here. Uh, But Mm -hmm. Go to page 104. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But if you're that nightmare of a person who thinks it's okay to ever do anything to a child, you deserve death. And you don't deserve to be called a map because it's a nice way of saying it. Because you got to think of all the trauma, traumatic stuff you've caused that child for the rest of their life. Imagine the edit you can make of Dora the Explorer. <laughs> because she's got it's a map. The map. <laughs> I'm the map. I'm the map. Oh, my God. It's, it's insane. Mm-hmm. It's insane. Did we, uh, did we cover the rest of them? 
I, uh, yeah, we pretty much covered everything on there. That was just a guide. Oh, you had uh, you you had planned out the big cock therapy bit. <laughs> uh, kind of. I just it was just a thought that came to my head. <laughs> this is something that I thought about. <laughs> You okay? (laughs) Can we run off a paragraph? No, 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 no. It's a whole paragraph of dialogue. (laughs) No, no, you don't need to. (laughs) I told you, like, I planned out the beat. Monster hog. If you want to, you may as well read it. You've already exposed it. <laughs> Here we go. You already exposed me for it. You may as well finish it off. This feels like an ISIS execution video where he's just like holding me in front of a camera and filming me. Okay. <laughs> this is the third bullet. Oh, God. Much larger, much longer than any of the other bullets. Speaking of length, <sighs> maybe I need therapy. Imagine being that guy with the world's biggest sick going to therapy for his massive cock because it's just so big it makes him depressed. It literally drains his do- dopamine. C- laughing, crying emoji. As, <laughs> as the therapist uh, this is he typed as the therapist do you ask to see it the guy's like oh no another person who just wants me for my monster hog tell me that you wrote that while you were like minutes away from sleep please no that work <laughs> i was loading trucks at UPS. <laughs> you also read it with a way different like rhythm i had in my head <laughs> you made me sound like so serious and so creepy i was like no i was like maybe i need therapy imagine being a guy with the world's biggest dick going to therapy for his massive cock because it's just so big it makes him depressed like it literally drains his dopamine from his body <laughs> Yes, but also, if you f- saw that note without any context, <laughs> you would read it the way I did. And there's a reason. It's I know I do. If, if God, so cre- oh my God, like, you even know me, and you didn't even read it. Like I have, I have therapy notes in my notes app where I'm like writing about everything on my mind and shit, oh and my like God. my deepest darkest anxieties, and that would be the <laughs> that would be the funniest shit to open oh my god maybe i should do that maybe instead of just going to therapy i should just journal all my and you made like... the perfect monster hog sandwich there with putting that as a third of four bullet points <laughs> <laughs> the, the length of all of it i love it i, I always it's just that's the, the best laugh i've had oh my god <laughs> You, you, I gotta send you the other notes that you can read off air. <laughs> oh, I'll have to s- screenshot them and save oh, them yeah. for air. Oh, that'd be so funny. <laughs> oh, some of them are. That wasn't even that bad compared to some of them. Uh, yeah, I don't think oh, I have any God. that are actually funny. They're either sad or meaningless. You know, I have a diseased brain. That's just like the way I think. Yeah, 
you're not a map though no. different oh, different disease god no no mm-hmm. no that's that's so dark mm-hmm. <laughs> all right i don't know hey by the way we were right about an hour and 15 so we gotta get out plug your here. stuff where can we find you um my uh my instagram is kaltofici.films k-a-l-t-o-f-i-c-i dot films and that's where i have my instagram that's basically where i I promote the podcast maybe i'll make another podcast we might even get ad reads on here um uh, no promises i don't know we'll just put them into the podcast i'd love a fake ad read yeah thomas can we find you anywhere um no i'm an enigma i'm an idea put your gamer tag on there (laughs) (laughs) hey khalil final question yeah yeah what's up who's your favorite co-host oh that's tough there's only one right answer I love only one of them will listen to this. I, <laughs> I I was so painfully real. I love all of my friends very dearly, and right now, you and Ty are actually competing for the top co-host spot. I think out of everybody, I've actually heard people talk about who they like the most. I'm not Tyler Danforth. Your end is near. <laughs> oh my gosh, he's you're gonna come for him. <laughs> This is a threat. We need to get one where it's the three, the three of us, and it's just like a host mm-hmm. mate. It's like it's like the election. Like I'll be the mediator. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you guys are just going back and forth. Halfway through, we hear you scream, and then you don't talk again. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be so ridiculous. Like you guys just trying to out funny each other, or like mm-hmm. out interesting the other person. You gotta be careful. Mm-hmm. Ty's real smart. Yeah, I know. Ty's real eloquent. It's tough to keep up. He's gonna just like slide you cocktails and be like, "Here, Tom, listen mm-hmm. up. We're friends, right?" There's something about holding a mic up to my mouth that just imbues me with power. <laughs> you're just like, you're like yeah. two handing it. You're just like, yes. I feel like He Man, really, yeah. master of the universe. You uh-huh. got your big sword. All right, Jesus Christ. What? We I don't know. We how many people's feelings we've hurt today, but. I got to head up to my girlfriend's house before she kills me. Yeah, my, my girlfriend's waiting for me, too. You want to go up with me? <laughs> nah, I don't know. Boom, sharing girlfriends. High five. <laughs> that was not me high-fiving him, for the record. I high-five myself. Yeah. <laughs> Audio magic. You don't have to tell them. I just wanted everything to be clear. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Also, Toji is probably going to yell at me for that, so whatever. I'll just... Deal with the consequences of that. It's a joke. We can cut these last like few minutes, right? Baby. No, I'm keeping it in. Whatever. Anyway, thank you for listening. Um, check back. Khalil, put your tech away. No, no, please. <laughs>